everyone, and welcome to Cold Cuts, the show where none of the actors have read the script until you, the audience, see us receiving it right here on camera. We at Platform Productions are a Twitch affiliate, and we would like to say thank you to our most recent subscriber, Turkey Alec. Thank you so much for all of your support, and if you have not yet subscribed, there's a little button that you can press. Just saying, no pressure. Yes, pressure. This episode of How Do You Survive the 21st Century is written by Ian O, and the entire concept of cold cuts is based on the work of Declan Grogan. In the most recent episode, John, Kellen, Jackie, and Josie are together at the restaurant talking about prom when Lexi comes in and gives news that prom is canceled because of COVID. Kellen and Lexi have never been to prom before, so they're understandably very devastated. The school notifies the students that in-person classes are also canceled. They all mourn their ruined senior year. The friends only wish that quarantine will last only a few weeks, but... (laughs) Yeah, we all know Uh, that's not true at all. The group discusses COVID, and John is saddened by the news that Lexi and Daniel are dating. That night, they all go to the beach, but at the end of the night... In an atmosphere of romance, Josie and John almost kiss. Kellen, John, and Josie take on surfing during the summer. When they get together to surf, John reveals to Kellen that he and Josie almost kissed, and Josie does the same to Lexi, who is also at the beach. The group FaceTimes Jackie, and the friends discuss Black Lives Matter. Jackie stays home for most of the quarantine and abides by the rules. They all learn how to live through the pandemic. So, without further ado, I would love to introduce you to our actors. Actors, please introduce yourselves. Tell us what characters you are playing. This episode is titled College. So I would love to hear your predictions about what's going to happen in this episode, particularly using contextual evidence from the most recent few episodes. What do you think? What do you know? Our first actor, Carl Jung. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Carl, and I play John in this project here. And the lovable, I don't want to say hopeless at this point, he's slowly um, trying to develop better as a character, trying to feel more confident, but his confidence does end up pushing him in directions that even he's not sure what to do or how to deal with at this point. So far, from what I've seen was, I kind of want to to see how John would handle things, no matter how awkward it gets. I remember when I saw John and Josie nearly kissing each other, and when that didn't happen, I thought to myself, you disappoint me, John, you were right there. (laughs) It would have been hilarious, and I would have enjoyed to see what chaos would ensue, but I guess we can't have everything what we want. Now, this is the part from what I've seen was where likely John, Kellen, and... Josie, Lexi, Jackie, the rest of the gang, but Jackie's probably somewhere elsewhere because she's in quarantine. The rest of the gang might be going off to college and they're, depending on which college or whatever location they're in, probably dealing with whatever restricted classes such as taking online classes such as Zoom and how that's kind of inhibiting their learning experience, for example, and how talking through their own beloved friends are talking through a human being through a computer screen makes it so much more difficult. And that's what I suspect would happen at this point. Do you feel like maybe they're going to be robbed of a quintessential college experience by having to start everything on Zoom? Probably. 
they feel the trapped and locked up inside their home like a prison. That's what it looks like. I mean, it's definitely headed in that direction. But also, I want to go back to something. I don't think John is hopeless. I think John <laughs> is a normal adolescent. <laughs> mm, that's true. Show me a teenager that knows everything, and I'll show you a liar. <laughs> uh, good point. Uh, I can't argue with that. Exactly. <laughs> but in any case, I do love seeing John struggle in awkward situations because I'm just laughing at this character's... Uh, Normalcy. He's normal. And we can yeah, laugh at John much. because we all recognize little bits of ourselves in John. That is correct. Up next, we have Crystal Lee. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? My name's Crystal, and I play Josie as well as Eileen, who is John's daughter in the future. Throughout the episode so far, we've seen Josie as like a very extroverted, spontaneous kind of individual. And so when I think about college, I think one of the things she would have really been looking forward to before the whole pandemic would have been like branching out in college, like kind of getting out of that like small world feel of high school and like with your expanded horizons, you're living on your own in college, like going out and making friends, going to parties and just really like expanding in the social aspect because I feel like she would be a really like happy social butterfly. But with the pandemic and everything shutting down and like classes over Zoom and like that being the your first foray into college, I feel like that might hit really hard with her. And I'd like to see how that kind of impacts her emotional state because she seems to like really thrive off of like human connection and she does like she like kind of getting thrills and whatnot. And there isn't a lot of excitement to be had when you're trapped at home and taking Zoom classes and you're reduced to this is how you connect with anybody. And there's like you can't hang out with people or like they're very like limited events that you can go to different places and maybe even being trapped at home with parents who don't really understand you. Like there are all these things that could I feel like could really come up in like her personal life to really not be a great time for Josie. I'd like to see. It'd be cool to explore that. Right. And we found out last week that Josie's not wearing a mask. So yeah, on top of that, even that? some of the places that she maybe want to go, she can't because she's not following the proper protocol. So I wonder right. what the fallout would be with that. She's both extremely social and extremely unsafe. And very, re like, she's a very rebellious person. I'd love to see if she, like, learns from that through this, because, like, there is a time and a place for being a rebel without a cause. And this is, this is not one of them, Josie. This is, this is not, this is not the time that, yeah. I didn't get the impression that she was necessarily doing it specifically to be spiteful so much as I just want to be edgy. But, hey, we all have that impulse at some point in our lives. It's just not all of us kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Based on yeah. our impulses. Thank you so much, Crystal. Up next, Jacob Sung. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I play Nico, who is John and Lexi's son in the future, as well as Kellen, who's kind of like this guy who puts up a kind of confident front, but he's actually kind of sweet inside, as we come to realize. And in this episode, actually, first of all, I want to kind of comment on how how strange it feels to... I'm kind of like an embryo while all of y'all are fully developed since I'm a still I'm still a high school student. So y'all are kind of like, I don't know if masquerading is the right word, but y'all are playing the part of a high school kid. But I'm not. I'm just, I'm still one. I'm still a high school kid. So I don't know. It feels a little bit strange since I don't have the experience y'all do in terms of what it's going to be like going into college. But what I can tell you about how it's been with like just personal experiences, there's been a lot of confusion. or like internal confusion among my friends and I suspect pretty much all high school students at this age with this friend group here that 
they're probably struggling with like which majors they want to pursue, juggling that with what their family expectations are, also juggling that with just the little taste of life you've had as a teenager. It's it's kind of daunting to me to choose something like that going into the future as a college student. And uh, maybe this area and that little liminal space between being a kid and being an adult is maybe where some of our beloved characters might go into, might start doing um, adulty things like like uh, like drinking and things like that, which my character might get into, Kellen. But But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, I appreciate the embryonic perspective that you bring here. I think that adds a lot of thought and authenticity to a character because, you know, Kellen is living the way you're living right now. And we're seeing things through your own experiences. I'm sure it filters into your performance as well. There's no way it can't. So I celebrate your embryohood and appreciate it. Hey, at least you're not a zygote, right? <laughs> at least I'm not a zygote, yes. Up next, we have Lisa Von Verder. Hi, I'm Lisa. I played Lexi. And I can't imagine that all of our characters are going to the same college. I think they might have mentioned in the last episode that some of them were like, oh, we're going to be online or, oh, we're going to have some in person. Like, I feel like they go to different colleges. So I'm really excited to see how they stay in touch and how their different colleges like tackle the pandemic. Because I know when it started up, there were some universities that just went completely online and there were some that like tried to have hybrid classes. So just to see that difference and also just, I don't know, I have so many thoughts. That's the first one. Second one, college is like, there's so much socialization that is organized, but there's also not organized socialization, like parties. And so like maybe some of their universities might actually like let that just kind of under the table happen. Who knows? My third thing is what I'm most excited for is Daniel and Lexi's thing because there's so many freshmen in college who don't stay with their high school sweetheart. And we know she doesn't end up with Daniel. So I'm like, what's gonna happen? What's the drama? Spill the tea, please. And do you think that's we're gonna see some movement on that in this episode? I hope so. I hope so. I, You know what? I will say it. I'll manifest it. <laughs> you want some closure with Lexi and Daniel. Well, I, I wish for that for you because I know how much it means to you. And last but not least, we have Astrid WS. Hi, guys. This is Astrid. I play Jackie, who is probably your stereotypical Asian friend. Jackie is first-generation Asian. She's Filipino, but she doesn't really feel Filipino. She's very into astrology. And she's already stated that she's pre-med, so I don't think she's going to have any problem with any of this distance learning stuff. I think probably this episode's going to focus on how Josie's probably going to self-destruct from just dying in a closet with a computer trying to learn stuff. We are kind of already figured out in previous episodes that she's probably not the best student. So there's probably going to be a huge gap between the good students driving more because they don't have any social distractions versus those who are kind of okay students. You know, they got into college, but they're not so focused on the learning. They're focused more on the social aspect. So I think Josie's going to self-destruct. And I'm surprised nobody has mentioned this, me being the last person to speak, but Lexi's character mentioned to the kids already that 
if it wasn't for COVID, your dad and I would not be together. So this episode is Mm -hmm. probably going to focus on either Josie self-destructing and then Lexi and John just ignoring everybody else and probably having a romance. But I think it's really interesting that this friend group, you know, for their first freshman year is stuck in COVID because usually, you know, Jacob, don't freak out. Usually when you graduate and you go to college, a lot of your friends don't stay your friends. Like that chapter is ended and you're trying to find new friends. Um, Even if you try to stay together, there are going to be some social pulls from, you know, just being in college. But the fact that this friend group have each other and they don't really have anybody else because, you know, freshman year is canceled, that kind of probably helps them either get closer together or pull apart. We don't know. But definitely Lexi and John, I think 100%, we're finally going to see it like some sort of sparks flying. That would be so sweet. Does anyone else have any other predictions or ideas or thoughts or hopes or dreams? Josie, I really hope that you don't die in a closet somewhere. (laughs) The good news is that Because Lexi and John's kids refer to her as Aunt Josie, that does mean that she doesn't literally die. (laughs) So at least there's that. Platform, could you please send all of the actors their scripts? And that, let's go ahead and get started. How did you survive the 21st century? Episode 5, College. Written by Ian O. Scene 1, present day, 2042. What was COVID like after those first months? Well, what's next? Uh, Maybe we can tell you how our lives were affected through the question. Let me see. Um, This is the second part of education. Okay, it focuses on college. That's perfect. Just like our senior year of high school was abnormal, so was our freshman year of college. Mm Mm-hmm. Where were we in the story? Uncle Kellen said he was going to UC Irvine. Oh, right. We can skip to the end of the summer. It was the last day we were together with your uncle and aunts before leaving school started. So there we were, and Mosh Mos. Just kidding. It was at Jackie's house this time. Scene two. The group of friends are gathered outside Josie's house at night. Thank you guys for coming. I'm going to be so far away. Where even is Notre Dame? Indiana. So you're going to Lexi's home? South Dakota. Uh, same thing. It's crazy how we could have gone to the same college. Yeah, but then you chose UCLA. California, baby. I feel like everyone's staying here. There's so many people going to Long Beach. Same with UCI. That's Southern California, though. I'm going up to San Francisco. Well, there's some people going to Berkeley. Yeah, and I'm not one of them. Is University of San Francisco public? Private. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was a Cal State or a UC. Are you excited to go out of state? (laughs) Yes. It'll be scary, but it should be fun. I'll be away from my parents to do my own thing. Oh, good. It'll just be me, John, and Josie stand down here. I still don't get why you're going up to San Fran if it's online. It's the lease I signed on the apartment. We weren't sure what was going to happen with COVID, so when I got accepted, we looked at getting housing immediately. I wish we would have waited. Then I could have stayed down here with y'all. Are you excited to be living on your own? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll have roommates and everything. I'm going to have to find a job up there to pay for rent. Hopefully it works out. I'm not so sure yet. Jackie receives a notification. 
My parents just texted me to come in. What? No, I want more time with you. No, I have a flight at 7 a.m., which means my parents will want to leave at 4 a.m. I don't get the rush. Is this our final goodbye until winter? <sighs> yep. Winter break starts on Thanksgiving for me. Everyone gives Jackie a hug. Mm, bye, baby girl. Don't get too crazy out in Indiana. Have fun, bro. Bye, queen. Jackie walks back into the house. Mm, I'm sad. We should go eat something. Moshmos? Oh, yes! I'm so glad they didn't go out of business. How could they when they have customers like you who eat the entire menu? I'm not hungry right now. I might just head home. Uh, me too. But it's our last night together. I'll be back for Thanksgiving. Ah, fine. Can you take John home? Josie and I are going to feast. Yeah, for sure. And stay safe. There was an Asian grandma a few days ago who got attacked. I'll beat up anyone who tries to touch my Lexi. Come here. Josie and Lexi hug. Kellen and Lexi hug. Bye, you two. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> Never. Scene three. Lexi and John head to the car and on their way to John's house. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Could be better. Is it the breakup? I just don't get why Daniel wouldn't try long distance. He wants a real college experience, whatever that means. Uh, I, I get you. It's better to at least try. Like, ugh, it's just so annoying. I feel like he put a deadline on our relationship. At least you won't have to see him when you're going to SF. Why'd you choose USF again? It wasn't really a choice. I know I said I was excited earlier, but honestly, I'm anxious to leave. It's so comfortable here. That's why most people stay. But, um, I think there's like, I don't know, some kind of merit for jumping from comfortability to uncomfortability. So, good for you. I guess. I kind of regret not trying hard enough to get into a better college. I know I could have done better. You did try, though. Yeah. Maybe I just wasn't good enough. Don't say that. You're going to San Fran for a reason. You'll do great there. I hope so. There was all this pressure in high school for GPAs and extracurriculars and the SAT. Now that we're going, it's like none of that matters. Lex, did you have a good time in high school? Yes. Then appreciate it. Don't regret it. But you are right. Even if you were everything in high school, you may be nothing in college. Still, think positive. I'll try. It's just a brand new opportunity. Take advantage. Scene four. The group is texting in their chat. Kellen shares a post to the chat. <laughs> Tell me why we support BLM, only to have other minorities attack us. That's fucked. Literally happened 15 minutes away from us. Because of all this China virus talk, they think we're all Chinese. Even if we were Chinese, this shouldn't be happening. It's like hashtag stop Asian hate is just an afterthought of hashtag Black Lives Matter. Can't believe my parents told me to just keep walking if someone attacks. Hey, I'm tearing a strat if that happens. Why are Asians so complacent? It's bullshit. It's hard to keep our heads down and keep working. Why can't Asians start riots? Thought you were against that. Not when it's happening to us. Fuck that. But historically, the black community has been marginalized more than us. Shouldn't be happening to anyone. S-A-H. Don't discredit BLM, though. Yeah. I guess... Just pissed off right now. Scene five. John, Kellen, and Josie arrive at Mo Schmo's. Yo, there's a new item! What is it? Schmack and Schmo fries! What's in it? 
Uh, waffle fries, cheese, carne asada, bacon, sour cream, chili, schmo sauce topped with... <gasps> that shit sounds gas. Best day ever. I'll go grab a seat. Josie is already ordering. John and Kellen go to their booth. Bro, I came up with a genius idea for Zoom. Okay. We'll get this video. Kellen shows John a video on his phone. You're just sitting and staring at the camera. Exactly. That way I don't have to stay on call. I just play this video in front of the camera and the professor thinks I'm paying attention. But you won't learn anything. Josie is back from ordering. We don't learn anything anyway. Huh? It's online. It's just too hard to pay attention. Good thing my family's poor. Imagine having to pay like 40000 to stare at your laptop all day long. Jackie is a lucky to be in person. At least she kind of gets a real college experience. I miss Jackie. I miss Lexi. I'm going to FaceTime them. Josie calls and Lexi and Jackie pick up. Hi! Hi! I miss you guys! Who the hell is that? Jackie? No way. There's no way. John! Kels! I love you guys! Is Jackie partying? Looks like she's fitting in just nice. Jackie drops her phone, and the phone disconnects. Holy crap! Jackie is living it up! I swear, the most protected girls go the craziest in college. (laughs) Oh, what about you, Lexi? It's difficult. It's just so nice to see your faces, even if it's on my phone. How are classes? It's online. How good can they be? You're so right. Are there any cute guys? Not for you. For me. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really gotten that much. I work at a cafe, though. That's so dope. I'm looking at internships right now. But also, I met up with some people in the music club. I'm in the powerlifting club now. There's so many strong people, but John and I have been working out every day. That's so fun. I'm just enjoying life right now. COVID cases are rising, though, and after my last COVID scare with Kells, I'm not taking any chances. No, duh. That's why you wear your mask. Jackie reconnects the call. I I just had a few drinks. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Okay. We we aren't allowed to go into other people's dorms, but <laughs> it's okay. Then how do you party? Uh, duh, we drink outside. Look at my hydro flask. I don't get it. She puts the drinks into the hydro flask. Oh, ew. It sounds like you all are adjusting pretty well. You're not? I fit okay. So, no? I don't really have friends. It's hard going through all this alone. Like, I have my roommate, but it'd be nice if I had other people to interact with. Plus all the classes or whatever. I wish I could care more, but it's just so difficult with it all online. I want to have an interest. I don't know. I feel like I've had a static mindset. I haven't really been doing anything and hearing how you all are having a good time. I wish I could be with you guys. I feel like mentally I'm still in high school. Maybe college isn't for me. I feel disconnected from everything I don't know. Lexi realizes her friends are frozen because of bad internet connection. Guys? Lexi waits for it to reconnect, and it never does. The call ends on its own. Oh. (sighs) Lexi talks to herself. Thanks for asking, though. The other day at work, some lady didn't want their coffee because I made it. 
She asked if someone who wasn't Asian can make it. Lexi starts crying. Scene six. It's the Friday before Thanksgiving. Lexi just finished one of her midterms. She didn't think she did well. She gets a call from her parents. Her dad asks in Korean, how are you? I'm doing good. I just finished one of my exams. Her mom asks, are you all prepared to come home? We can't wait to see you on Monday. Drive safe. Yes, mom. Of course I will. Don't worry about me being safe. You all be safe yourselves. Dad, nothing can hurt your dad. I'm invincible, remember? I know, I know, but COVID cases are rising. Also, be careful when you go out for walks. If you see people look at you strange, don't go in their direction. Mom, we'll be all right, honey. It's just dangerous for Asians right now. Dad, we survived racism when we first came to the U.S. This is nothing. Just be safe. I have to go to work now. (laughs) These bills aren't going to pay themselves. Mom, we're so proud of you. San Francisco wasn't your first choice, but you go to college in America. Dad, we love you. Love you too. Lexi hangs up. Lexi doesn't have to go to work. She just feels the burden of making sure her parents are safe. It's a lot for her. The rain is falling outside, and the only comfort she feels is from the warmth of her blanket. She closes her eyes to nap when she hears a knock on her door. Her roommate isn't home, but her roommate has keys. She wouldn't need to knock. Lexi chooses to ignore it when the door gets another knock. Lexi reluctantly gets up. (sighs) Please don't rob me. There are four shadows in the curtain covering the glass in the door frame. Another knock. Wake up, Lexi! We have your location, and it says you're home! Lexi rushes to open the door. Lexi! 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 Lexi hugs the first person in front of the door. John. (laughs) Hey, girl! Lexi starts crying in John's arms. Oh, so you're really happy to see me. (laughs) Lexi looks up at John smiles, and buries her face into his chest. Um, we get it. There's been a lot of sexual tension between you two, but we exist too. (laughs) Um, shut up. Lexi hugs Kellen. Josie and Jackie join for a group hug. Oh, baby, why are you crying? Don't cry. We're here for you. (laughs) Why are you all here? We wanted to surprise you, bring you home early for Thanksgiving. I make fun of you, but you're lucky you're a pretty crier. True. Or we can stay here for a bit. Whatever you want. I want to go home. Perfect. Come inside. My roommate isn't in right now. She should come in at like seven, which gives me like three hours to pack. I want you all to meet her before we leave. Wait, we're going to have to take two cars there. Who drove here? Uh, me. But don't worry about all that. Just relax. Take your time and pack or do whatever you need to do. Okay, okay. Josie and I can go help. You boys, stay here. You got Netflix? Mm-hmm. Dope. Office? Bro, what? Hunter, Hunter. Come on. You already watched The Office. Uh, fine. Shites Creek? Okay, fine. Scene seven. The girls are in Lexi's room helping her pack. How many bags are you packing? Will it be enough? Well, it's supposed to be only for the week. Just stay all the way through your winter break. You're online anyway. No, I can't do that. I still have work. I'll just say you had to go home early. You can work when you're back. That would be nice. Yes. I mean, why drive all the way back up here and stay for three more weeks when you're miserable? How do you know I'm miserable? Uh, John actually proposed coming up to surprise you because he thought you weren't doing okay. I didn't tell him that. Well, then, how are you? I haven't been doing very well. (laughs) I guess just John knows you really well. He does. Personally, 
I think he still likes you. Oh, really? What makes you think that? He always talks about Lexi and is wondering how she's doing. <laughs> yes, we know, Jackie. It was sarcasm. No, you asked me a question. Oh, whatever. John is really committed. He's always been there for me. The girls finish packing up. The friends order food, eat dinner, and meet Lexi's roommate. They are on their way out. So what are we going to do about getting home? We can take two cars. I want to be with all of you. I can just leave my car here. Hopefully it won't get towed. Don't risk that. Yeah, the two of us can go in one car and the other three can go in another. Um, I'll go with Josie. John and Jackie could go in your car. Are you guys sure? I can leave it here. No, no. You're going to be in SoCal for like a month and a half. You're going to need a car. Okay. The two groups go into their respective cars and start the trip back to Orange County. End scene. Scene 8. Jackie is driving Lexi's car on the way back. John is in the front seat and Lexi is in the back. Are you sure you want to drive? Yeah, it's okay. Get your rest. Yeah, then I can hop in and drive when Jackie gets tired. But you don't have car insurance. It's okay. It's important to live with a little trouble here and there. <laughs> Did Josie teach you that? Yeah. I might have some to learn from you two now that you're a party animal. Who are you and what did you do with Jackie? <laughs> hey, I don't party every weekend. It's hard with all the COVID regulations on campus. Some kids got suspended for having a house party. I'm not going to risk that. John? Yeah? How'd you know? Know what? That I... that I needed you guys. John gets out of the passenger seat and moves to the back seat next to Lexi. Don't do that! That's so dangerous! Follow the law! Keep your seatbelt on! There's the Jackie I know. So, how did I know? I don't know. <sighs> Come on. The tone of your voice when we all FaceTimed? I know college is tough right now, and we're all going through it with COVID. Yeah, I, I just felt... I don't know. I'm not saying that to invalidate your experience, but to let you know you're not alone. You're like one of the strongest people I know. So even if this first year is tough, I know you'll figure it out. You're Alexis Kim. Lexi rests her head on John's shoulder. Thank you. Anything for you. Aww. Hey, Jackie? Yeah? That aww was at 6'7". I need you to bring it back down to a 5'3". Lexi is trying to sleep. Don't be mean to Jackie. Scene 9. Wow, you went through all that? Yeah, it was a difficult time, but with good people, it all became okay. You didn't really answer how college shaped your profession, though. Um, I always knew I wanted to be a creative, so going to UCLA. I just fine-tuned what I wanted to do in terms of artistic creation. Honestly, I didn't really know what I wanted to do in college. That first year, I was unwilling to throw myself into the different opportunities it offered. Of course, it wasn't the same with COVID. It was hard to make friends. It was hard to focus on school. It was hard to stay motivated. Well, do you think you didn't need to go to college? I still think going to college was extremely important. It's more than just academics. It develops you as a person, and it forces you out of the 18-year-old shell you were living in. I learned a lot thanks to college. Huh. Plus, it definitely helps with employment. I'm a professor. Of course I'm going to advocate for universities. Do I have to go through everything you did to become a professor? No, dear. If you really want to become a teacher, you can do it in other ways. That's the beauty of it. 
There's not just one way to become what you want to be in the world. Everyone's journey is different. I'm kind of surprised Aunt Jackie was such a party animal. You know, your Aunt Jackie is supposed to be here any minute now. Aunt Jackie's coming? Oh, really? Why? To drop off my jacket. Your dad left it at her office when Eileen got her shots. Oh, shoot. Dad. Yeah? I need to do my physical exam before volleyball season. Could you talk to Aunt Josie when she gets here? You need to start setting up your own appointments. You're old enough. The doorbell rings. Aunt Josie! Eileen runs to open the door. Ah, it's Dr. Gonzalez. Perfect timing. Dad, come on. Just, ah, fine. Hey! Hey! End scene. End of episode. And, uh, wow, what an episode. (laughs) So much of what people predicted came true, and so many things that people predicted did not come true. I'm very happy to see that Josie did not die in a closet. Against all odds. (laughs) self-destruct i love the way you said self-destruct that's so accurate and nobody self-destructed that was great i sure was close everything that happened to lexi i thought would happen to josie but it makes sense for their love moment (laughs) yes all the shippers out there are just cheering for this moment all right there's shipping oh my it was so cute did y'all have shipping growing up yes yep (laughs) Okay. I don't know Did if we, we just called it shipping. That? It's been Ashton, a while, what did you call so. it? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> we called it UPS. <laughs> no, I think I've always known it as shipping, but I think that was the, the nomenclature, like, even since the 60s or 70s when fandom started being, like, a thing where people collected. But I don't know. I Maybe I should go into fandom studies. That would be fascinating. Well, that is, from what I understand, that is an emerging field of study. Uh, I do know someone that majored in pop culture studies, which I think is something similar. He works as a librarian now, but from what I understand, it was a subsection of sociology. Hey, when the longest piece of English literature is a fan fiction, I, you have to study that. Yeah. It is. Yes, oh, for sure. What are you talking about? Absolutely. I don't know which one it is, but there's like, I don't know. There's, I think, two fan fictions that are like way longer than any like established piece of English literature. Jeez. There are some visual novels that are much longer than any established piece of, of English literature. And I mean, if you think about it, the first pieces of literature out there are fan fiction because it's everybody writing about what everyone else has written about. Think of how many different interpretations you have of all the of all the myths <laughs> and legends. So, ah. Eh? It's a, it's very valid. It's all literature. It's all reading material. Dang. So, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, if anyone wants to write, how do you survive the 21st century fan fiction? Go off. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Look, if there is, how do you survive the 21st century fan fiction? I will ask platform if we can do a very special episode with the author's permission to read it, but like we wouldn't make fun of it because I just don't like the I don't like make the idea of making fun of people's fan fiction unless they give you like explicit consent to MST it, but otherwise. So I mean, just saying, just putting it out there. I will advocate for you fan fiction writers if you want to do it. So anyway, this episode, there was so much. So I, I think since we started with talking about Lexi and John, let's start this conversation with Lexi and John. Do you see I, I'm seeing now how when they say that their relationship could not have happened without COVID, what that means now. Is that kind of what you had suspected? What do you, what do you think? And how do you think it will develop from here? What are your predictions? All I can say is that now that 
it's a good opportunity for them to be together, it's definitely going to strengthen on from that point on. And you definitely know the outcome of how they got there. Now it's a matter of, of what John and Lexi are going to do together, together to strengthen that bond. And all I can hope is for the best, even though I constantly like to be inside John's head, just telling him, you must do these evil things for my amusement. <laughs> but in the end of the day, all I can hope is that whatever problem or nasty thing they come across, they'll face it together. Like love and passion. Yeah, the fact that Daniel was not willing to stay long distance, and first of all, that's a crappy thing to do, putting a deadline on a relationship. Just break up the last day of summer. It'll be fine. But the fact that he wasn't willing to do that, but John could pick up on Lexi's well-being and emotions from miles away, which is like, hey, we should all go visit her. Like, that's a really good indicator of someone who would be great for a long-distance relationship. And I think John's the kind of person to want to do that. He convinced the whole gang to get up there when Daniel was like, sorry, I, I can't do this. Whereas John took the time and got everybody to do this this difficult task. So that's what makes it even better. Yeah. So seeing that, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a natural progression then. Yeah, from this point on, we know what to do. This is a question that I want to put out there though. Do you think it's really going to be long distance? I don't think so. I think somebody's going to move. Somebody's going to transfer. After the first year, you can transfer to a different college. And speaking from personal experience, I've had like, what, five long distance relationships. They do not last with the exception of my husband. I don't think they can last four years starting long distance, lasting four years. I feel like if Lexi's a professor, she's probably going to transfer to UCLA. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a good possibility there. You said I loves transfers. I went there, by the way. I didn't transfer there, but I did go there. Nice. Well, I did go to Notre Dame, so that was a great <laughs> shout-out for me. I was like, yeah, oh, Notre Dame! What is oh, Notre Dame? Oh, the drinking culture there. Ooh. Notre Dame is a private Catholic university oh. in Indiana. Yeah, it's it's really weird because it's really Catholic, but then it's like all these Catholic people who like grew up Catholic are like, like kind of rebelling against that and yeah there were definitely parties people did get suspended for partying yeah so. i i also went to a private catholic college and i can confirm the amount of drinking that goes on at catholic <laughs> colleges is uh it's their greatest vice even if they like mine didn't even have a football team <laughs> and it was still very much a drinking yeah, football college. really enables that for sure I think a lot of it is because people don't realize that Catholicism, it does very much allow for drinking. It's not a religion that uh, frowns upon alcohol consumption. There's even a saint for beer, St. Arnold. I mean, Jesus turned water to wine to yeah. literally keep the party going. So right there. Exactly. And it, it you know, again, uh, very large Catholic cultures in Italy very much a wine-centric culture. France, very much a wine-centric culture. Uh, Spain, same. Ireland, beer. And then it Korea, spreads from soldier. there. Yeah, yeah, so it spreads from there. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, a, just a side note here. But yeah, way to go, Jackie. Whoa, that was, I, I would like, my face was just split wide into the smile when, when she answered the FaceTime call drunk because that's so quintessential college. You FaceTime someone random and they're like, oh my God, hey, I love you so much. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God. Oh, that, that was, was so great. great. 
But even then, they, they crack jokes about her being a party animal, but it seems like even she says, eh, it's not even that often. That probably means it was really often. <laughs> Maybe. I yeah, it just means once every weekend, not yeah, like just, the entire weekend. It just becomes weekend. part of, you know, her, her life that it's just not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't do it every day. What are you talking about? I mean, and she clearly became a doctor at the end, so... It worked out. I can stop when I want My to. My grades didn't go bad. <laughs> I can stop so, when I want to. No. Oh, no. From our Twitch chat, the subreddit are monks looking at beer. That's a good point because some of the bit, you know, some of the first brewers <laughs> ever were, and some of the real, so I've had some very good monk beer. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. What? Where would you get monk beer? What's the enlightenment? No. From monks. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, monks next door, right? No, there is a there is a very rich tradition dating back to at least the Middle Ages of monks being the primary brewers of beer for their villages and their abbots, uh, because especially in areas where they didn't have uh, very sanitary water, brewing ferments, and it's actually safer to be drinking alcohol than it is to be drinking water in some areas. So that was one of their services to the community. It wasn't necessarily thought of as, let's get you drunk. It was, let's make sure you're hydrated and safe. Uh, but yeah, no, monk beer. I've had some, some damn good monk beer. Uh, you can get it here in the States. You can get it over in Europe. I mean, it, it gets imported. Uh, but yeah, just look for different monk beer, different abbot breweries. Do you guys have ice wine? Ice wine is super popular here, especially in Ontario, because in the winter... When grapes get cold, it's basically perfect to make that really sweet wine. Not really a thing. Only ice wine that I have seen here has been imported from Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the Finger Lakes in New York has ice wine, um, but that's probably the only place I had it. It's, it's super good. It tastes like candy. It does. Yeah. Ice wine is But now amazing. I'm stuck in California and I can't get any. You may be able to get it shipped in depending on... And where you order it from, there are some places. But it, it because it's beer and wine, it's easier to ship than harder liquor. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay those shipping costs. That's going to be heavy. <laughs> oh, that's true. I was going to say if you Google British Columbia Farm or Ontario Farm, they have ice wine places that make it, and I think they would ship it to America. I don't know about yeah, other, but other you'd have to pay us. <laughs> you'd have to pay hefty, hefty, hefty import fees, though. That's true. That's the problem. I live in a. Uh, I live in a state with a lot of booze laws, so I have to know all the shipping stuff. Not shipping, not the different kind of shipping than what's between Lexi and John, of course. Just to keep things on track here. <laughs> yes, yes. Go, yeah, actually, going back to um, the script a little bit, when Lexi was like, there was all this pressure in high school, and now it feels like it doesn't even matter. That's so true. Like, when you, you get to college and you get entrenched in all that stuff, and then you're like, why was I so worried about test scores in high school? Like, this is a, such a different world. So, I really liked that detail. I like that the call disconnected on her. That's <laughs> totally true <laughs> in real life. Oh, so oh internet. When she, yeah, she was in the middle of, like, just, like, pouring her heart out, and then it's, like, call drops. I was like... Oh, that's yeah. just too real. You know what, though? She got it out. She and that's did. important. Yeah. 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 Okay, wait. But the other call with her parents, I actually, I started tearing up because it was so real. Like, I, like, especially in that time, I think I had, like, a very, very similar FaceTime call with my parents during that time. Pretty much saying, like, 
Prince, like, please be careful. I was so scared. And, like, some days I still am, you know, when the news like that comes out. And, yeah, to see that reflected, like, this is kind of what I was thinking we were going to see last week. So it was really nice to see it come up here. Like, it's terrifying. Like, that, and that text conversation was, like, I don't know. I think a lot of us can relate. We had really similar conversations with our friends just going, like, how is this happening? Like, did you hear about that poor, like, old lady? Like, what if that was my grandma? Like, oh, my God. All that stuff. And it was, it was, yeah, that hit hard. I'm really, it was, I'm really glad we touched on that. Like, I almost cried when Lexi was, like, talking to her parents on the FaceTime. I was like, oh, no. And the fact that her parents said, I love you, like, in Asian culture, they do not say that. They say, have you eaten yet? (laughs) Yeah, 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 that. They don't say I love you. So, like, the fact that it's in the script, it's, yeah, like, for an Asian person to read that, they're like, okay, that was big. It doesn't sound big, but that was big because it's not about food. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think they can tell that she's not having a good time because they said I love you. And they also were like, don't worry. Like, don't worry about us. We faced racism when we came here. I was like, they admitted to that? They said we struggled. They, if they If they say those things, you know they, they're worried because they're deeply concerned. Yeah. And it makes sense, too. Their kid is all alone. And that's they can hear emotions kid. through their voice. So that's why there's that shift in the way they speak so instead of going from like you better be taking care of yourself into this sounds serious like tell us what's going on i also think they might have been americanized a little bit too living in south dakota (laughs) yeah it might be they could have i was thinking that but i was like "Mm, no i'm gonna i'm gonna say that it was because they really meant (laughs) (laughs) yeah both do you think that maybe lexi's parents would be another reason why if she gets pulled back that it's not just John. Oh, for sure. Don't go anywhere just for a boy. <laughs> no, never. Boys aren't worth it. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I mean, she clearly seems super unhappy. And just like COVID in San Francisco, like, I think just for that mere fact, like the parents maybe will say, hey, Longley, maybe you should come home. I don't know. Well, on one end, they don't seem concerned because they're like racism, it happens. But, I don't know. Hard to say. We'll see. I guess we'll see next week. I mean, they could very well be concerned. They just don't want to make things harder on their daughter by worrying that it's not It's not because they're, they're genuinely dismissive. It's one less thing for their daughter to worry about. All right. Mm. This really reminds me of Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that wasn't relevant, but like maybe be a little more specific. Care to explain? <laughs> yeah, a lot of no, no more information. Just not are you talking about the part where Judy misses her rabbit farm in the countryside? Yes. Is that it? Or yes. It is. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, okay, exactly. okay. And her parents are like okay. talking to her on this like tiny little phone, and uh, they're both popping in, and that dynamic was so perfectly captured by us. Oh my god! Hey, look, she's a meter maid. Meter maid. Meter maid. Meter maid. Your pepper spray. <laughs> Anti-fox spray. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a kind of a relevant movie too, because that's about like class distinction and discrimination. So true. Exactly. So true. Look at me. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, Jacob, welcome. you nailed it, man. <laughs> Taking over the mantle of the analogies. It's like this is a metaphor. It's like Zootopia. <laughs> no, I'll, I'm gonna take that crap back. <laughs> Fight for the crown. I had a question about the end. Who's visiting? Is it Josie or Jackie? And who's the doctor? 
I make sense for Jackie to be the doctor, but it said they said like Aunt Josie and then like doctor. I was like, what? He might be married, but I, I feel like it's Jackie. Okay, that's what I thought. It might have been a maybe it's a typo because it says um Doctor yeah, Gonzalez, says, right? Yeah. Well, no, no. Eileen shouts Aunt Josie when the doorbell rings, but the whole setup was that Jackie was coming. Oh. Are they both there? Are they I both doctors? I thought maybe doctors? they were both here. <laughs> no, yo, it's, it's the personality it's, disorder again. No, <laughs> I kind cool. of, I kind of like the idea that they're doctors and practice together. That would be so. That awesome. would be really cool. They, I can see that happening. Maybe they're married too. Wow, Doctor Gonzalez. What if they met someone named Doctor Gonzalez like, and that name changed? Yeah, happened. but then where the Gonzalez? Yeah. Wait, what's Jackie? What's Jackie's last name? Actually, it could be Gonzalez because that would yeah, be a Filipino. Filipino. It could, it could be. Yeah. Is Jackie? Do we know Jackie's last name? Probably. I don't think so. Oh, Look this up. Ah. Let's say it's Gonzalez. We can, we can, <laughs> we can let the fans theorize about what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll find out eventually. And like Lisa pointed out, it, it is entirely possible that that her maiden name is Gonzalez. It's not necessarily a. Uh, thanks, colonialism. Especially yeah, if you, you become a doctor with that name, you got to keep that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we are about to wrap everything up for the evening. Does anyone else have anything final that they would like to say? Any thoughts, ideas, predictions for next week? Oh, yes. Go ahead, Crystal. I'm really glad that Joe Schmoes is open. Mo Schmoes, not Joe. <laughs> yes. who's, who's Joe? Mo Schmoes is still open. That like, God. It's right in there. We were so oh worried. We were. Thank you, Ian. Uh, so Jackie's last name is Gonzalez. So I guess she did not get married. That sucks. <laughs> or she did. And, oh, she and, and, or she yeah. did. Or, or she, she kept, kept her last, last name. name. That's, that's true. My bad. Or she that, don't that. need no man. <laughs> <laughs> or she's married to Josie. I'm just saying. We'll see. Ooh. Ooh. We'll see. <laughs> A little spicy. <laughs> Add it in the fanfic. Let's, let's go. If Gonzalez is the last name that's on the PhD, that's what you practice under. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're married to your work, and either way, it doesn't matter who you love. It's all <laughs> excuses for the shippers to get together, which is great. There you go. Make us some fan fiction, everybody. We support you. All right. Well, if that is it, thank you so much to everybody. Cold Cuts is based on an original idea by our writing producer, Declan Grogan. Music by Vincenzo Torciello. How'd You Survive the 21st Century is written by Ian O. We do Cold Cuts every Saturday at 8 p.m. And every Tuesday, the videos are posted to YouTube and the audio is available on all streaming platforms. Make sure to follow us on all social media at Platform Prodco, P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-P-O-R-D-C-O for more information about when new episodes are going to be coming out, how you can subscribe to us on Twitch because we're affiliates. Thank you so much and we will see you next week.